Good morning and welcome to Tea Fairy Storytime Podcast. Today we will be reading some more Aesop's fables. Um, beginning next week on, I believe, let's look at this real quick, Tuesday, no, Wednesday, May 19th, we will start reading Sandy the Service Dog Lost in a hurricane and this is written by author Michelle Dearmin. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right and illustrated by Jess Burhands and the entire book will be read over a seven-day period beginning on Wednesday May 19th and um, a hurricane the story is about a little uh, service dog that gets lost in a hurricane separated from her family and her adventures to get back to her family um, and all of the different friends that she meets and it's a cute cute story Uh, you can find it on amazon.com as well as porchlightbooks.com and barnesandnoble.com it's called sandy the service dog hurricane adventure or sandy the service dog lost in a hurricane and again it is written by michelle dearmin which is spelled d-e-y-a-r-m-i-n and illustrated by jess burhans that's spelled b-u-r-h-a-n-s and that is the book we will start reading next wednesday if you want to tune in for the facebook live event it will be on tuesday the 18th in the afternoon. Um, I will also be sharing another book that same day and on uh, Facebook Live and on YouTube. And that book, let's see, let me get back to that page again. That book is written by an author from um, Ontario, Canada, and it is titled The Wish Carvers by Kathleen Gower. That's G-A-U-E-R and Sari Richter or Sari Richter. Um, And it's about two elves that come across an old carving knife with the words, what's carved with me will come to be on the handle. And so they they, uh, set off on an adventure of things that they want. And uh, it's, it's interesting. It's a great story. I love it very much. The illustrations are very beautiful. I'm excited to share both of these books with you guys. Um, the live reading of um, Sandy the Service Dog will only be the first chapter on Facebook and YouTube. I will not be reading the whole book on Facebook and YouTube. I will be reading the whole book Um, here on the podcast over seven days there is another book by the same author called sandy the service dog and the honeymoon and that one is just as adorable just as funny just as many adventures on sandy trying to get back to her family she gets separated again um this doggy's good at doing that Anyway, if you go to the Facebook page today, I posted a bunch of information um, about both of these books as well as some links to um, elf creativity, 
um, some crafts and some songs and some math and some coloring pages about elves. And then I found some videos about service dogs because not everybody knows what service dogs are or what they do. So I shared those on the Facebook page of Tea Fairy and Friends Story Times and Adventures. Um, so you can go to that page and check that out, or you can go to the group and just check out the links for the two books. Um, these will be read again next Tuesday, May 18th. Uh, the, the Wish Carvers will begin at 3 p.m. And Sandy the Service Dog, just the first chapter, will be at 3.45 p.m. Both of them will be live Facebook events. Both of them will be recorded and posted to my YouTube channel, which is also Tea Fairy and Friends Storytime and Adventures. All right, that's like the longest intro I've ever done, guys. I do apologize for long intros, but you guys needed to know about this information. So we'll start that book next week. Today, we're going to go back into some more Aesop's fables. I'm glad that you joined me. Thank you for being here. Please share this podcast and the channels, um, the Facebook page, the YouTube channel, the Facebook group with your friends and family. Invite your homeschooling friends or your friends that are just literature lovers and uh, sit down with your kids and listen to a story. All right, here we go. Today's Aesop's fable is going to start with the oak and the reeds. And again, some of these Aesop's fables are not for little ears. So kind of pick and choose which ones you actually want the kids to hear. I will be reading about 10 of them. Are you ready? Here we go. An oak that grew on the bank of a river was uprooted by a severe gale of wind and thrown across the stream. It fell among some reeds growing by the water and said to them, How is it that you, who are so frail and slender, have managed to weather the storm, whereas I, with all my strength, have been torn up by the roots and hurled into the river? You were stubborn, came the reply, and fought against the storm, which proved stronger than you. But we bow and yield to every breeze, and thus the gale passed harmlessly over our heads. The Blind Man and the Cub There once was a blind man who had so fine a sense of touch that when any animal was put into his hands, he could tell what it was merely by the feel of it. One day the cub of a wolf was put into his hands, and he was asked what it was. He felt it for some time, and then said, Indeed, I am not sure whether it is a wolf's cub or a fox's, but this I know, it would never do to trust it in a sheepfolk. Evil tendencies are easily shown. The Boy and the Snails A farmer's boy went looking for snails, and when he had picked up both his hands full, he set about making a fire at which to roast them, for he meant to eat them. When it got well alight, and the snails began to feel the heat, they gradually withdrew more and more into their shells with a hissing noise they always made when they do so. When the boy heard it, he said, You abandoned creatures. How can you find heart to whistle when your houses are burning? The Apes and the Two Travelers 
Two men were traveling together, one of whom never spoke the truth, whereas the other never told a lie, and they came in the course of their lives, of their travels, to the land of apes. The king of the apes, hearing of their arrival, ordered them to be brought before him, and by way of impressing them with his magnificence, he received them sitting on a throne, while the apes, his subjects, were ranged in long rows on either side of him. When the travelers came into his presence, he asked them what they thought of Kim, him as a king. The lying traveler said, Sire, everyone must see that you are a most noble and mighty monarch. And what do you think of my subjects? continued the king. They, said the traveler, are in every way worthy of their royal master. The ape was so delighted with his answer that he gave him a very handsome present. The other traveler thought that if his companion was rewarded so splendidly for telling a lie, he himself would certainly receive a still greater reward for telling the truth. So when the ape turned to him and said, And what, sir, is your opinion? He replied, I think you are a very fine ape, and all your subjects are fine apes too. The king of the apes was so enraged at his, this reply that he ordered him to be taken away and clawed to death. You see what I mean? Some of these are not necessarily for little kids. The ass and his burdens. A peddler who owned an ass one day bought a quantity of salt and loaded up his beast with as much as he could bear. On the way home, the ass stumbled as he was crossing a stream and fell into the water. The salt got thoroughly wet, and much of it melted and drained away, so that when he got on his legs again, the ass found his load had become much less heavy. His master, however, drove him back to town and bought more salt, which he added to what remained on the, in the pan paneers and started out again so no sooner had they reached a stream when the ass lay down in it and rose as before with a much lighter load but his master detected the trick and turned back once more bought a large number of sponges and piled them on the back of the ass when they came to the stream the ass again lay down but this time as the sponges soaked up large quantities of water he found when he got up on his legs that he was a bigger burden to carry than ever. You may play a good card once too often. The Shepherd Boy and the Wolf A shepherd's boy was tending his flock near a village and thought it would be great fun to hoax the villagers by pretending that a wolf was attacking the sheep. So he shouted out, Wolf! Wolf! And when the people came running, he laughed at them for their pains. He did this more than once, and every time the villagers found that they had been hoaxed, for there was no wolf at all. At last, a wolf really did come, and the boy cried, Wolf! Wolf! as loud as he could, but the people were so used to hearing him call that they took no notice of his cries for help. And so the wolf had it all his own way, and killed off the sheep, sheep after sheep, at his leisure. You cannot believe a liar even when he tells the truth. The Fox and the Goat A fox fell into a well and was unable to get out again. By and by, a thirsty goat came by and seeing the fox in the well, asked him if the water was good. Good, said the fox, it's the best water I have ever tasted in all my life. Come down and try it yourself. 
The goat thought of nothing but the prospect of quenching his thirst and jumped in at once. When he had enough to drink, he looked about, like the fox, for some way of getting out, but could not find one. Presently, the fox said, I have an idea. You stand on your hind legs and plant your forelegs firmly against the side of the well, and then I'll climb up on your back, and from there, by stepping on your horns, I can get out, and when I'm out, I'll help you out too. The goat did not at, did as he was requested, and the fox climbed on his back and so out of the well, and then he coolly walked away. The goat called loudly after him and reminded him of, of his promise to help him out. But the fox merely turned and said, If you had, a, had much sense in your head as you have hair in your beard, you wouldn't have gotten into the well without making certain that you could get out again. Look before you leap. The Fisherman and the Sprat The fisherman cast his net into the sea, and when he drew it up again, it contained nothing but a single sprat that began to be put back into the water. I'm only a little fish now, I said, but I shall grow big one day, and then if you come and catch me again, I shall be of some use to you. But the fisherman replied, Oh no, I shall keep you now. I've got you. If I put you back, should I ever see you again? Not likely. The Boasting Traveler A man once went abroad on his travels, and when he came home, he had wonderful tales to tell of the things he had done in foreign countries. Among other things, he said he had taken part in jumping match at Rhodes and had done a wonderful jump which no one could beat. Just go to Rhodes and ask them, he said. Everyone will tell you it's true. But one of those who were listening said, If you can jump as well as all that, we needn't go to Rhodes to prove it. Let's just imagine this is Rhodes for a minute. And now, jump. Deeds, not words. And the last one for the day is the crab and his mother. An old crab said to her son, Why do you walk sideways like that, my son? You ought to walk straight. The young crab replied, Show me how, dear mother, and I'll follow your example. The old crow cried, or the old, the old crab tried, but tried in vain, and then saw how foolish she had been to find fault with her son. Example is better than percept. Precept. I think I'm going to read one more and then we'll be done. The Ass and His Shadow. A certain man hired an ass for a journey in summertime and started out with the owner, following behind to drive the beast. By and by in the heat of the day they stopped to rest, and the travelers wanted to lie down in the ass's shadow. But the owner, who himself wished to be out of the sun, wouldn't let him do that, for he said he had tired the ass only and not his shadow. The other... Oh, he had hired the ass only and not his shadow. The other maintained that his bargain secured him complete control of the ass for the time being. From words, they came to blows. And while they were laboring each other, the ass took to his heels and was soon out of sight. 
maybe one more. The farmer and his sons. A farmer being at death's door and desiring to impart to his sons a secret of much importance, called them round him and said, My sons, I am shortly about to die. I would have you know, therefore, that in my vineyard lies a hidden treasure. Dig, and you will find it. As soon as their father was dead, the sons took a spade and fork and turned up the soil of the vineyard over and over again. In their search for the treasure which they supposed to lie, which they supposed was to lie there, buried, they found none, however, but the vines, after so thorough a digging, produced a crop such as had never before been seen. I think the dad tricked the boys into uh, plowing the field. They thought that they would get a treasure that way, and ultimately they did once they sold their crops, I'm sure, but it's not quite the treasure that they thought that they were getting. Sometimes that's how life is. Well, folks, that is the end of our reading for today. I hope you enjoyed some Aesop's Fables. Please tune in again tomorrow and we will read some more, although I might take tomorrow off. I'm not really sure. If I do, then we will join together again on Monday and read some more Aesop's Fables. And then we will move right on into... Oh, no. And then we'll read more Aesop's Fables on Tuesday. And then Wednesday we will begin... Sandy, the service dog, and the hurricane. And that's about it for today, folks. You can find Aesop's Fables online. If you just Google Aesop's Fables, there's all kinds of places online where you can read them for free. There are books of Aesop's Fables. I'm sure if you go to local libraries, local bookstores, um, especially used bookstores, Maybe even thrift shops, you will find copies of Aesop's Fables. You can also find a copy of Aesop's Fables on Kindle. I'm sure that they probably have it on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and places like that too. Um, if you're enjoying these fables, I would suggest going and finding a copy of them. Some of them are quite fun. Some of them are very familiar, like The Boy Who Cried Wolf. That's obviously one that many of us have heard many times over. And the, the lesson there is that if you say something that isn't true over and over again, people will be begin to not trust your word, even if, like, when it comes time that you are telling the truth, that they will think that you're lying. So to be honest and to not make up false stories, it's kind of an important one. And it sometimes takes a little while for kids to learn that one. So it's important to uh, work on honesty, guys. Um, you can go to anchor.fm and become a sponsor of this podcast. You can also leave a message for me if you like the podcast or have suggestions. If you are an indie author and would like to have your book read on this podcast, or if you have an illustrated book that you would like to have read on my Facebook page, group, and YouTube channel, you can email me at tfairystorytime at gmail.com. If you are interested in seeing picture books being read, you can go to Facebook 
and on Facebook there's a page and a group both by the title of Tea Fairy and Friends Storytimes and Adventures and you can also find it on YouTube on the YouTube channel Tea Fairy and Friends Storytime and Adventures if you would like to become a supporter or a sponsor of my storytelling activities you can always contact me again at teafairystorytime at gmail.com and I will give you my link for PayPal or Venmo and you can send in your contribution. Um, my email is T-E-A-F-A-I-R-Y-S-T-O-R-Y-T-I-M-E at gmail.com. Go out and enjoy that sunshine. Have a nice spring day. Summer is getting really close, really fast, guys. It's it's gonna be here in no time. I'm telling you, like two, three weeks, it's going to be June and it's going to start getting hot. So enjoy the spring while you can. And um, I'll talk to you guys very soon. Bye.